0: Hello and welcome to this bonus episode of a podcast of Spurious Morality. Uh, we're doing this because our very own Connor was at Big Finish Day and uh, has got a bit of bit of insight to share with us. So uh, just first of all, Connor, what did you think of it? Um, I've,
1: I've, this is the second time I've done Big Finish Day and it is, it's genuinely not exaggeration to say it's the best convention I've ever done. Um, there's none other that has been quite like it. I've done a few here in in Northern Ireland, um, but they're nothing compared to this. It's 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 really a whole weekend affair, and nothing I've ever been to just compares to it. Um, getting to spend time in and around, really the cast and crew of Big Finish and Doctor Who. It's it's so surreal, and and if if anyone ever gets the chance to go to it, I I can highly recommend it.
0: I have to admit, I was immensely jealous of every time you sent a message every time i got a notification saying that you'd sent a message it was like i'm i, I cannot believe i'm not there uh <laughs> it just looks like he's having such an amazing time and oh
1: yeah yeah completely completely and it, what makes it as well is it's such it's held in such a perfect location um a, a lot of people sort of you know i think Laugh or or sort of at least there's a, a bit of a grin when the the they hear you're going to Derby, but it's it's Derby's a pretty nice city, you know. To walk around, I've been I was around it a bit the other day. It has the best waterstones I've ever seen, um, but the the building that the conventions held in is Derby Quad, which is like a great big. It's not even big. It's it's quite small, but it's an independent cinema. Um, which which um the guys from the Hoovers hold a convention in or in or around, I think every month or so, um, and it is it is so perfect for this sort of thing because you have, you have two cinemas, one of which is the Sir John Hurt Cinema, which is you know why would you not hold a Doctor Who convention in the John Hurt Cinema, um, but you have the great big stage in there, which is sort of where everything, that's the main room. And then there's another we went off to the side where your smaller panels or signings and whatnot get held. And then a great big art gallery on the ground floor as well, where a few of the signings were held. Uh, the cast of the third Doctor Adventures were down in there. Stephen Noonan, um, the writers and the producers and whatnot all got got, got their uh, autograph signings held
0: down there. Um, so it really is just the perfect venue for it. Ah, oh, that sounds brilliant, and uh, I'm assuming it was absolutely full of all of the fantastic people that make big Finnish productions happen.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's it's, and it's again, it's really surreal. Uh, just to you know, you're coming up the stairs, and hang on, that's Nicholas Briggs, or you know, you walk into a room and you see uh, Tim Trulaw, Stephen Noonan, and uh, Jonathan Carly all sitting, the three Doctors in a row. Uh, so yeah, it's 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 it's, it, it got a wee bit surreal around midday because there was a Saint George's Day parade or something in in that vein being held in the courtyard outside, and uh, you have all these guys dressed in cosplay as Cybermen and Time Lords, sort of mingling in and around with Morris dancers, which is probably one of the strangest things I've ever seen. <laughs>
0: uh, sounds brilliant. It, it genuinely just sounds a. Uh, b- a huge bit of surrealness within a huge bit of surrealness. It's, yeah, uh, yeah. That's, yeah, Now uh, I can imagine that that sort of added quite a bit to the experience, actually. Yeah, yeah. Um,
1: I've, I've seen the best uh, cosplays I've ever seen, which was uh, The Curse of Fatal Death Master, complete with Dalek bumps. And uh, Oh, excellent. There was a, yeah, it was brilliant. There was a, two or three uh, people dressed as Daleks, but they were literally just walking around in, um, like it was like tent material. It it was in no way screen accurate, but they were amazing. Uh, like their holes cut out of the costumes for sink plungers and egg whists
0: to come through. It was <laughs> they were oh, the highlight brilliant. of the day. I suppose it's you know it, Doctor Who fandom is incredibly creative. It, it, I mean, Big Finish itself came out of you know an incredibly creative fandom that wanted to sort of do more and in a way go that sort of extra mile with it um yeah it's so good to see that you know it does promote exactly that sort of spirit that same kind of you know be creative do mad things let's enjoy it let's all just celebrate yeah yeah and that's something that we have in common
1: yeah that's something that really struck me this time was that the divide between um being you know working for big finish and being a big Finish fan has broken down an awful lot because a lot of the people that i saw around the convention were people i've seen on twitter for years you know the likes of dominic g martin or sophie isles um max kashefsky and ben Teds, a few of those guys who now all work for big finish and but still go to this sort of thing as 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 guests um and some of them are sitting up on stage Um I think I I only found this out, but Heather Challens went to the last big finish day as a fan and now she produces the Third Doctor Adventures and Call Me Master for them. You know, it's 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 incredible.
0: That's absolutely brilliant. Yeah. And I I do love that sort of blurring line between, you know, the fan and the uh, the art, I suppose. And it's it's good to see that there is an event for that. Um, Yeah, yeah. So, you told me that you met some absolutely fantastic people. Why don't you tell me a bit
1: about them? I did. I think uh, the one I'll start off with is I, I got to meet Stephen Noonan uh, a couple of times. He signed a couple of things for me, and I got to have a bit of a chat with him as well. And he's so passionate about Doctor Who. Um, it's it's It was really heartening to see, because I think with a lot of you know, you as as fans, we maybe worry sometimes that oh, they're they're doing it because it's a job or it's 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 you know it's it sounds like a nice job to them, but he genuinely is a fan. I saw him walking around at one point with a Tom Baker scarf around his neck, and he he spoke to me when he heard my accent. He spoke to me for about five minutes about. The, have you ever seen the video of Tom Baker coming to Belfast in the 70s in the Doctor Who costume and visiting schools and going into the main street in Belfast? Uh, he brought that up and he mentioned that, so he, he really knows his stuff and really, really passionate about William Hartnell as the Doctor and making sure that he's uh, given a respectful performance and trying to not match but embody the same sort of spirit that William Hartnell did.
0: And I, th- I think he has been very, very successful with that. Um, it's We've recorded it already, but actually our next episode, we really do sort of focus on uh, the outlaws. And one thing that we just constantly talk about, the three of us that are on that one, is how brilliant he is, is how how you can hear from his performance that he genuinely loves that character and it really does sort of mean a lot to him. Yeah, yeah, he's and he's 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 he, I can I can attest to the fact that he is a
1: really lovely man in real life. Oh, that's fantastic! I uh, also got to meet Paul McGann and Louise Jameson, and was nowhere near as talkative because I was a little bit starstruck. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Paul McGann is my absolute favorite Doctor. I adore the Eighth Doctor, and I did get to meet Paul. Uh, before a few about probably about seven years ago now, um, when he came to a convention in Belfast, but but that was at the point where I hadn't really gotten into Big Finish at, at you know to the extent that I have now, and it was it was, I was starstruck then. It was it was twice as bad this time round, um. But I got to go to their panels. Most of what Paul said was unrepeatable but extremely funny, and Louise Jameson is. So incredible to sit and listen to just talking about her career and about her work and how she approaches it. Um, that was definitely the high. I, I said you know. Uh, that was definitely the highlight of the day. Uh, seeing those two talking about their work, talking about their careers, and just getting to. It sounds it sounds wrong to say, but be entertained by them for an as like an audience with sort of thing. Uh, that was really really good.
0: Yeah. I I, I mean they both come across as thoroughly interesting people and they both had thoroughly interesting careers so it, it's i love the fact that you know they they all these huge things that they've done and these huge roles that they've played we still get to hear them doing daughter who on you know a pretty regular basis yeah 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 yeah. and i think that was one of the things louise jameson said that
1: was uh she can come back to and and you know, it's 2022 now. When was she in Doctor Who? 1976 or something like that? She says oh, it? it's She said it was
0: 76, amazing. 77,
1: wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, I think so. As she said it was amazing to be able to even now come back and recreate that point in her life. Um, and she said it actually does feel like going back in time in a way.
0: Oh, fantastic! Yeah. Um, what else was there?
1: Well, funny that you had just said fantastic of all things. Oh. <laughs> I can see where this is going. Very neatly done. Um, So the last time I was at Big Finish Day was 2018. I didn't get to go to the 2019 one, and I knew uh, from that one that they had put uh, a new new episode on. I think it was Lies in Ruins, which hadn't actually come out yet at that point. And when I saw the schedule for this year's, I saw that the lunch break had been filled in with an hour's listen-along in one of the cinemas, and they didn't announce what it was going to be beforehand. So we all piled into this. It was a proper cinema. Um, the screen, the, the lights go down, the screen goes dark, and Christopher Eccleson comes up on the screen uh, oh, doing wow. a, a, like an introduction video, half in character as the Doctor. And I, I'm shaking in my seat because none of us knew this was coming. Um, and we got to hear one of his new stories from the next box set, Back to Earth. We got to hear uh, i Lang Sign by Tim Foley which is amazing. I'm not going to spoil anything, uh, but it was really amazing to hear it. And again, a big finish in a cinema. It
0: blows my mind. I can imagine, actually, that with that kind of sound system, that, yeah, that that would be something special. That would be something
1: else. Uh, So that was followed then by a special sort of, I think it was about 15 minutes long. I, I'm afraid to admit that I didn't stay for the whole thing, but it was followed by a short video from Scott Hancock and Alexander Vlahos as uh, uh, talking about Dorian, the upcoming Dorian Gray special for the anniversary. I think it is it 10 years since they started that series.
0: Uh, yes, that's right. Um,
1: um, we got a wee bit of news in that that they have done a live action Dorian Gray TV pilot or like a short film or something.
0: Which I think, uh, from my point of view, might actually be the most exciting news to come out of the whole day, sort of, as an outsider. Yeah. Um, Just, yeah, as soon as I read, sort of, Dorian live action, I was like, yeah, that's perfect, actually, it's absolutely something that they should be doing. Um, I love the Dorian series, I'd listened to it for the first time uh, through uh, the first COVID lockdown, it was kind of comfort listening and i actually managed to get through an awful lot of it in a very short space of time Mm -hmm. um and it's some of big Finish's best storytelling is in dorian um so i can absolutely see how that would translate to screen very well and like i say personally the news that was sort of filtering out of it that was the one that excited me the most
1: Yes, yes, I, I, I um, I haven't actually got into the Dorian series myself. I've heard his episode from the Worlds of Big Finish, but I, I cannot wait for the next time uh, it comes up, maybe in a sale or something. I think I'll just go for the lot and catch up because I've heard so many good things about it, and it's really, really exciting that they're they're moving on now to do a live action project. You know, it's it's I'm really glad to see them. Not that you know, I love audio. I I do love audio, but it feels a wee bit special that they're going to do something in live action um, even just as an experiment to see if it works, you know, I I, I I can't wait to see it and I can't wait to hear the Dorian series
0: um, Yeah, hurry up and put it on sale Big Finish because Connor yeah. is waiting to listen um, Yeah, you've <laughs> Also really...
1: actually there's a wee bit of exciting news in that video as well that he's going to appear as Dorian in a War Master release so sometime I think maybe next year
0: Ah uh, yeah, which tells us we're getting even more War Master it's
1: uh, true, doesn't does. it? Or, yeah. are, are
0: the two announced? I've lost track. There are two announced, aren't there? But there's only one we know about, which is. Yes, the one in a couple a months, months. and that's uh, self-defense. Yeah, but I think there is another one announced, but it is just War Master. Yeah, is it eight at this point? Is so, as- I love that it has gone on so long because they're 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 all extremely good as well. We've got Derrick Jacobi playing. The, it, it's almost up there with Eccleston in terms of, I can't actually believe we've got this guy doing stuff at Big Finish on a regular basis.
1: Yeah. And again, another nice uh, moving on point, because in, in, in terms of another two people that we can't believe Big Finish have got. Indeed. Uh, about an hour before the end of the day, uh, during, I think it was the producer's panel, uh, Jason Hague Ellery said about just before the end of the panel, that people should come to the main hall at half past five because there was going to be a very special announcement about the future. And I I admit I wasn't expecting that much because I just assumed that it was going to be, oh, here's the date that the next big finish day is being held, you know, sometime next year. But it wasn't. It's Call Me Master starring Sasha Dewan and uh, The Fugitive Doctor Adventure starring Joe Martin. I cannot describe the noise that room made. <laughs> it was it was incredible. Um because they got it slightly wrong. Um it, it, Jason had his phone connected up to the screen and it was meant to show like placeholder cover art for them. And he said, Call me master, starring Sasha Dewan, and the crowd, you know, way And then he clicks his phone and a picture of Joe Martin comes up and the room just loses its mind. (laughs) (laughs) So it was it was it was amazing. It was mind blowing. And I really cannot wait to hear those. I'm I'm delighted that we're going to get a series with Joe Martin as the doctor. I'm so excited for that. And simply based on the quality of Big Finish's other master series, I'm really, really cannot wait for Call Me
0: Master. It's. I, I think that we, sort of deep down, we knew that, uh, particularly uh, the Fugitive Doctor, we knew it was always going to happen at some point, didn't yeah, we? Yeah, it's, it's, I it's yeah. I think the first thing everybody said after Fugitive at the Jadoom was, big finish, get yourselves onto this immediately. It's perfect. Yeah. And it looks like they really did get themselves onto it immediately because it's. I don't think any of us could have even begun began to have guessed that these announcements would come uh before the centenary special no I, um, I i i never dreamed that they were gonna you know get into the jody whittaker era before before then um so yeah it it is huge news and it is very it actually tells us quite a lot more about big finish than just we're getting uh the master and we're getting the fugitive doctor it tells us they've got the Jodie era, they've got license for at least elements of yeah, uh, Jodie's era so we could which be seeing really exciting
1: week. as well when you realise that we had uh, two classic Doctor's new monster sets announced this week, one of which is quite heavily focused on the Peter Capaldi era which I don't think they had the rights to the last time they did those sets and then there's a second one next year uh, which I'm maybe hoping for a few Jodie Whittaker era
0: monsters to turn up in And that would be fantastic. Uh, I'm saying fantastic again. I'm stuck with it now. Um, (laughs) But, yeah, no, that would be absolutely brilliant. I think you're right. I think uh, Classic Doctors New Monsters is a very good way to immediately sort of go, yeah, we've got this license. We're using things from this era. Um, But one thing I think we've said on every episode of this podcast we've recorded so far is let's get Jodie Whittaker to big finish as soon as possible. That's oh yeah.
1: Happen. Yeah, completely. I, I, and again, that's why I think redacted is so exciting because I've, I find out, uh, that she actually recorded her parts for that as the doctor after finishing her work on the centenary special. So he, she had stopped being the doctor, you know, officially. And then she came back to do an audio series that bodes really well for the future. I think.
0: Yeah, definitely. Um, And I'm a big fan of doctors being doctors after they've stopped being the doctor because it's always a positive sign Yeah. um, that there's going to be something. Yeah, yeah. No, I I really can't wait for the day that gets announced. Absolutely brilliant. Anything you'd like to finish on? Any last words or anything? Yeah, like that? I'd just like to give a shout
1: out to Steve Hatcher and Andy Mark Thompson from the Hoovers who were so welcoming to who were so welcoming to me on my first day when I arrived in Derby because it was a wee bit daunting going over. I didn't actually know anyone else who was going uh, to the event, and they 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 welcomed me with with open arms and they were just so nice that whole day and the whole weekend, in fact. So yeah, I'm really really grateful to them.
0: Oh, that's brilliant. Um, well, with any luck, uh, there'll be a few more of us uh, from this podcast able to join you at the next one. Oh,
1: I really hope so. That would be amazing.
0: I think there have been mutterings about it that a few of us will try and get there. So, fingers Spod-ca- crossed. podcast. Uh, spodcast. <laughs> Spurious Morality Live, all in the same room. That would be incredible. <laughs> It's, it's been great to hear about it. I'm so glad that, A, it was so fantastic. I'm using that word again. And B, uh, that you had such a good time. And thank you so, so much for just taking the time to record this mini bonus episode of a podcast of Spurious Morality. Um, we will The podcast will be back as normal uh, on Wednesday. We release every Wednesday. Uh, the next episode, as I've already said, we're talking about... Uh April releases from Big Finish, but we're focusing in on that first doctor box set, the outlaws and just how much we loved how much we loved uh Stephen Noonan and Lauren Cornelius in that set. So we look forward to releasing that and hopefully you're looking forward to listening to it. but in the meantime, thank you very, very much, Connor, for telling us about your experiences. I No, thank you very, very much for having me on again again (laughs) Uh, and we shall um, we shall do more of this soon we'll do a Dorian episode as soon as you've listened to it yeah for sure (laughs) great stuff okay well thanks very much we'll leave it there goodbye everybody bye